morning. I'm, I'm having my morning coffee in front of me here. Um, yeah, special, special Echo Box Day today because we're live from Deckmantel 2022 with a full day of broadcasting and um, I'm the first to kick off this amazing day full of guests and music and talks and um, yeah, maybe I should introduce myself. My name is Loma Doom. I'm the host of a show on Echo Box called Left of the Dial um, that started off as uh, a showcase for my fascination uh, of independent radio. I've been a radio broadcaster since 2010, I think. Um, I had a show on Red Light Radio for 10 years. Then um, I'm part of a arts and culture radio station called Yeah, Yeah, Nay, Nay, Nay. I have a show on Stranded FM in Utrecht. I have a show here in Amsterdam at Radio Tempo Nao Para. And then this show on Echo Box, as I said, is a showcase for my love of radio, where I talk to other radio broadcasters. And um, today, my guest is none other than Perila, whose actual name is Alexandra. Alexandra Zakarenko, right? If I pronounce that right? Right. Hi. Hi. And you go by Sasha. Yes. Is that short for Alexandra? It's short for Alexandra. Yeah. Hi, Sasha. Welcome. Thank um, you. I'm really happy to have you here. Um, it's kind of a different setting because usually when we do radio, we're in a radio station in a booth and we have headphones on and there's this kind of intimacy. And actually right now we're sitting in the foyer of the lovely Musikgebouw, which is a little lofty and airy and our sound our voices are echoing and yeah. there's a cooler over there making some kind of white noise so um a little strange setting for a radio show about radio um maybe we should introduce you you're playing here tonight um at eight o'clock uh in the kleine zaal from uh, musikgebouw you're doing a live show um but you're also and that's the reason why we invited you for this show. You're the founder of uh, Radio Sigma, which is uh, um, a radio station. Uh, yeah, a Russian online radio station. And um, I just, maybe the first question is, uh, why radio? Um, I think, I mean, it was some time ago, and like I'm a co-founder with my friends, but I think we just were always lacking the sound or like this experimental sound in like Russian fields and we were like kind of united by the spirit of making like events and concert uh, back in the days was when I was in Russia but already like slowly relocating to Berlin 
and then we were just I was already working at BCR at that time so I had some experience Brilliant community radio yeah, which is unfortunately dysfunct now but unfortunately <laughs> a reap yeah. but yeah um, so I think I had like some knowledge and other my friends also brought some knowledge of the artist and we just decided to do something which wasn't there and still I think there is nothing like this um, in Russia or like there is of course like FM radio but there is not much online radio and, exp and, as, and especially like uh, specializing in experimental music so and I thought and one one of uh, two reasons I think it was like to bring to the light a lot of like um, Russian artists who are very often just behind the scene and it's so hard to like get a light because it's just yeah difficult um, and also to invite artists we like and I'm very happy that now I think we kind of reached this level that we can also like showed a lot of amazing artists which exist in Russia who had never been in the light of the um, show and gave them like a uh, time and space um, to express themselves and uh, as well um, yeah could had an opportunity to talk to a lot of artists which are we are fans of like I invited a lot of artists which I really really admire and it's just yeah, be a beautiful way to yeah have a community and to talk with the people you admire and to share yeah, that's always the, the thing about when you're the founder or the programmer of a radio station you basically you know invite your favorite people and and you can exactly. play the music exactly. that you love that is not out there anywhere else and and as you said you started your radio career at berlin community radio um you were their in-house designer right uh yeah i mean i started i think right before moving to berlin i already like wrote to them a letter to sarah and anastasia that hey can i just do whatever like i'm be like i'm coming to berlin and would like to help if you need any help and then i just started basically like kind of volunteering for everything but then also majoring in like in-house designer but i also was just a studio assistant programming assistant then had my show and just like was doing everything by the end kind of like part of the crew and yeah slowly just got experience in many things mm. but yeah i think it gave me a lot of experience and also just a way to get grounded in Berlin mm. so much because I met a lot of artists too. Yeah, no, it is it is a community building tool and we'll go into that a little bit later. Um, were you, because I always realized that I, I'm uh, slightly older than most of my guests, and not always, fortunately, but that means like I really grew up listening to radio and really, you know, like on um, a Sunday afternoon, I would, you know, sit down and then have a cassette tape ready and then record it and record my favorite songs from the radio. And was that the same for you um, growing up? Would, would you listen to radio? Was there radio around you when you grew mm. up? I think I wasn't, I wasn't like, I mean, recording radio is pretty cool. I guess my parents, like my dad, I'm sure did it. But like, I think I was listening to radio just kind of back, as background a little bit. But then I, there was a, I, maybe there was still, I don't know, very cool radio station, like a fame station in St. Petersburg called the Hermitage. And it was all about jazz. And so, like, also not a lot of, like, ads and stuff, not a lot of talks. So I was just listening, like, before moving out of Russia, I was, like, listening a lot of this radio just, like, constantly because I love jazz and it's, like, very calming and healing, like, 
and also the name is pretty it's like after this museum after so. the hermitage museum yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i can imagine does it is it a little bit like uh, do you know radio fip from Fip. france Mm-mm. which is also like this jazz station it's one of the stations that i actually play a lot at home um when i just want to have you know this calming background but also interesting because you're still tuned in and then when you hear something coming up that you know that kind of triggers you then um that i think that's what also the power of radio is that it really introduces you into this new world it's like it always gives you something that you haven't imagined before that you're not you know it's not an algorithm that puts you into something that you might like but it might actually confront you with something you don't like or you've never heard of and then trigger you into this listening experience so what was um you said your dad might do that did you grow up in a in a musical family pretty much um i mean i i i talk about it a lot now but i think yeah kind of thinking about my influences because this question like recurve sometimes i think uh yeah my dad used to listen to a lot of different music and we had yeah just al- always growing up i had kind of i think i had like cool music uh in the background and just talk and then when we grew up or we just sharing some new founds with him and um i think i had an influence of just having this broader uh experience and appreciation of different styles of music and from him because i was like having all these different styles and vibes always like cruising around me so mm-hmm. and then did you naturally kind of gravitate to producing your own sounds or did that come later um i didn't plan but i think i was always into just jamming listening dancing moving so it was a very natural flow and with dad we used to jam and then i had um, a couple bands uh, also as a teenager like classically what kind what kind of bands uh, i mean i played the drums and uh, i had you a cool girl <laughs> i was playing uh, in a band kind of like in a rocky band with my friends who now became a bit different vibe um and then i also had a band with my friend where it was just like two of us and i was drumming and singing and my friend she was playing piano and singing um and then i think slowly when i started thinking and i moved to moscow started just like jamming a little bit electronically but i think the real start was when i moved to berlin and i started working for berlin community radio and by listening to a lot of music and doing a show there i think i got more confident or just started to feel this kind of sprouts so of what i want to bring mm-hmm. into the world by sound and when you started your own show on on berlin community radio did you have how how did you prepare for your shows or was there like a format or a model that you had or an idea that you wanted to express through your shows mm, i think it was uh, i was like slowly finding it by doing it because it was a monthly show and first shows were just kind of whatever the music i was listening at the moment and the more i was doing it the more i was realizing that for me it's important to have a trip or like i call them trips or journeys so like you kind of embark like you hop on a boat for an hour and you drift and like of course you can tune in tune out but like i think it makes the most sense because and still for me it's important to have a narrative so i think slowly i was creating and like 
developing this um, dialogue and this way of like a narrative that you really have like beginning and then there is like you kind of go into the forest and then you walk around and then you walk out with like some something experienced and yeah, yeah I think by the end it was also we talked a little bit that yeah kind of more healing coming because i was also realizing there are so much like just random dance mixes and and i really wanted to bring something which is soothing which you can really mm. kind of calms your soul and it also inspires me to look for more music and inspiration in this field too would you allow yourself to get lost in the forest? Oh, yeah, yeah, deaf. That's the best ones, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to take this path and then move out. Um, when you started Radio Sigma, d did you feel, um, and maybe also because, you know, we're now broadcasting from Echo Box, which actually, you know, kind of rose from the ashes of, of Red Light Radio, and there's a lot of depth, so like a lot of people that... Uh, or actually everyone that um, runs Echo Box now and founded Echo Box now was in some way involved in Red Light Radio. Um, but there was, you know, this very clear idea at the beginning of like, okay, you know, Red Light this, did this, but Echo Box needs to be its own. And, and there were really a lot of talks about, you know, not becoming the same or doing things different or learning from mistakes, you know, that were made. Uh, during our time at Red Light Radio. So I was wondering if, when you set up Sigma, if if you looked back at BCR and, and figured that you wanted to do things differently, or were you just like, no, this is completely different? And I think it was completely different just because I was the only one from BCR and all my homies, they're like from Russia and they didn't have any experience in, in BCR or like something similar. So I think I just brought some input sometimes like, oh, like, I don't know, some technical stuff, but I never imposed anything. And I think it was very different because it was also pretty, uh, it's not, it wasn't limited, but like, I think the direction was pretty different because BCR was still pretty more community like uh, home-based shows and people and guests visiting but BCR is more about uh, literally like field recording experimental things just something which is like kind of non-club non non like be kind not there are beats but not like 4-4 four four yeah. something very other field yeah. vibe ah, but then I'm gonna ask you the question again why radio why why did Sigma need it to be radio? And what makes it radio to you? Um, you could think about it. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think maybe a radio gives a broader scope because if it would be just a show somewhere or a site, but like radio gives like this space to the, to express and to go different directions and I think it's kind of an umbrella in a way, you know. It's a very nice, uh, I don't know, if it, the same as there is uh, poetry, I don't know, there is sound music, but then there is radio, which is kind of, when you think about it, it's actually like endless field and you can kind of always, even if it's kind of, okay, it's like about experimental music, but you can always go different directions because it's radio in the end and there is no limitations. Mm. Because how does how does the programming or the curation then works? You invite people in to come and do mixes. Do they, do you ask them for something specific or is it is it just totally up to them to submit whatever they want and you trust them to I think it's take that? 
path that Sigma should be? Mm, it's, I think, maybe 50-50 or maybe even more now. Uh, maybe a 50-50, like we invite a lot of guests and now also because I think Radio Sigma reached out there so like people writing to us sometimes and um, when I invite people I usually like you know invite certain people which I know it's not kind of like a club club thing and um, I try and I also don't like actually to limit people so whenever uh, usually people ask me like if the, what uh, the um, requirements and I really like to give like just express yourself how you feel and like in a way giving this trust to them and then it's usually always a very um, trustful kind of feedback and response so I like I never regret about mm. giving that space and freedom because I think it's important and I don't like limit pe mm. people in this sense yeah but and is there a plan though like do you have a vision of where you want to be let's say in a year or is it just growing organically and kind of is it becoming a forest I think it's totally organic and uh, kind of foresty because also we doing our stuff but still try to kind of it's very non-obligatory and like non-pressure zone it's just uh, what like five of us maybe all together and all in different zones right now in different countries doing their things but then we just have mm. a group chat and just like hey like I'm doing this my programs would I have my program yes. there but also bring some other guests outside of the program and um, my friends do that too so it's a very like free form organic um, organism which is growing without any like crazy planning or like future planning is mm. just like as it is like literally natural growth yeah is that do you think is that because I, I heard the same thing from for instance from Yazan Khalili who's the founder of Alhara they're also like you know all over the world there's five of them and they're on different continents and then they still manage to run this amazing radio station maybe that's something that um, kind of binds all these like online you know the online radio landscape and I was also wondering where do you feel do you feel that you fit into that landscape? Do you watch what other people are doing with their stations or? Mm, to be honest, not anymore right now. I think I used to do it when I was working BCR to get like more scope and to, because I also was believing I wanted to bring something in and wanted to like, what can we do? And because we were like struggling by the end and then I was like, all right, what a could talk what other people do but then now I think because I have a lot of like my own projects and stuff to do then I kind of do some input but it's yeah I think I think in a way radio also like our radio sigma for me that now we're talking I'm, I'm thinking it's a good place it's where it's like there are no boundaries yeah as you say like we're all in different continents countries and it but like we're still together and we still and also it's like we unite people and i think that's the beauty of it that there is no boundaries and kind of all this mm, limitations of uh, visas and stuff <laughs> no, exactly hey i asked you to bring some music and there's a usb in front of me yeah. should we plug it in and listen to yeah. some things you brought i'm really curious we didn't meet before we didn't have time and i think we both also needed a little bit of time off a uh, little summer breaky yeah i mean i just brought some i think music for daytime listening wait uh, i need to yeah, um, 
Um, oh, I I I'm can see now that you, you named your folder Dick. <laughs> Yeah, Dick Mantel, which is the name of the festival, but you wrote Dick Mental, <laughs> as in mental. Yeah, that's, that's the mode. <laughs> I think that's always the mode to go for. Let's get lost. Um, maybe I would start with like the um, uh, one of the recent tracks by Pontiac Strader and Ola, which I think suits the day vibe on airwaves. Uh, is it on? Oh, yeah.
Bonte Extreator. Lovely morning music. Is there such thing as morning music, actually? I like, I like hearing this the whole day. I don't think it's, you know, just limited to, uh, to a morning thing. Um, we talked a little bit during the music about, um, you know, Radio Sigma and, and how you feel it is growing in itself and how you're, you know, you're communicating amongst each other. But you also mentioned that you really want it to be a community. How do, how can people use it as a community or how do you see that community? Radio Sigma or yeah. any radio? I think when, I, I guess just like when people participate or like submit music or even reach out, they're already like part of the community. And unfortunately now it's a bit more difficult, but initially, and we did a couple events, like offline events, which was really also nice, like where we, in, we did in Georgia and in St. Petersburg and in Moscow, I think, where we invited people who like contributors, uh, us mm, like co-founders played and just some new artists so like in a way this is also we w wanted and still have this idea to you to unite offline and I think this is mm -hmm. also very important but unfortunately now it's became a bit harder but still I think I guess also people discover each other you know if you follow the radio like I think a lot of people like reach us out by discovering so many unknown artists so as as us also discovering so many new artists who like just submit like their shows or want to be part of it so I think this is again organic community building mm -hmm. without again any pressure in it but I think it's very non-boundary to like just a um, molecule which is growing and yeah building itself. <laughs> Do all of you decide on what's being played or which which shows are being broadcast and, and is there sometimes a no or you know, is, is there a criterion? I mean, as I said, we try not to limit that much, but we have a chat and we always share whoever brought whomever to like, hey, this is like the show, how this is the artist I would like or something. And then we discuss and usually we all agree. I mean, there's very, I think, mutual and respectful communication and dialogue. And sometimes there is just like, um, yeah, very kind of clubby or like, Mm, yeah, mm, but it's very rare. And then we also usually pretty all discuss like, yeah, it's a bit it's like doesn't fit. It it just doesn't fit. It's yeah. not that it's just bad, but it's just like kind of interrupts the flow maybe. And but again, I think now it became even softer. I think in the beginning we're more when we had more time and concentration. And now we're kind of just running it, but like without, as I said, because everyone has their own things and projects. We just like do it parallel and try not to create any like traffic jams or any conflicts. It's just like again yeah. how it is. I al I also I mean that's something that comes up during every broadcast uh, that of left of the dial is like the funding of the radio. How do you do that? Um, like everybody I talk to, we all do it for free. Um, there's no Same. remuneration. <laughs> um, in in that sense. Um, you know, all these stations that have popped up, it's all about love and, and just putting in your time. And how do you manage that balance? Is like how, how many hours, let's say a week, would you spend on Sigma? I mean, to be honest, yeah, I mean, it's also very, um, 
yeah, volunteer-based radio, uh, especially. And um, I think we're all yeah, just run by love for music. And um, I kind of started to participate a bit less just because I have a lot of um, like my projects going on. So yeah, I don't know, maybe like a couple hours. Do you guys so have a, huh? a form of funding or not at all? No, not at all. I think we all contribute our money and then we try to do like Bandcamp releases to at, at yeah. least to get some money to um, cover like SoundCloud and just like these basic uh, platforms. But it's kind of difficult. So in a way, um, sometimes like maybe every other, like we now already been collecting this... Um, compilation for another like for a couple months uh but it's all, all going to be donated for um uh for like ukrainian uh volunteer organizations but like we're just collecting we try to collect as many artists as possible to get the reach out and to collect more money but yeah kind of other than that we just uh, share our, our money and because all of us work and we want to continue that and Basically, mm. yeah. Is that a sustainable model? I'm just asking because I it's think really that we're all no, I, and, and I think that's also the reason why you know. Of course, I want to talk, use this show to talk about broadcasting, just the content of broadcasting, but it's also really about running a station, you know. And I think a lot of us could benefit from like sharing and and seeing like how do we do this and how do we make this a sustainable thing and it, should it be and on the other hand i'm also very happy that this is not um you know that radio as it is now or this independent radio online radio community um is not validated by money or it's not commodified you know so in that sense, it's also a relief to have this autonomous space, like this under common zone. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree, and um, I lost my, my I lost my thought. <laughs> Money. <laughs> no, but yeah, in in that sense, you know, it d does it need? does radio or does online radio maybe we should just forget about making money in this would always or or making it sustainable the uh, I actually yeah I mean I would like to and it's like one on my agenda to discover all this maybe grants and funds but it's just like a lot of work and to be honest it's, I, a, it's another job it's actually it's literally another job and I would love to and we were discussing it because I think Radio Sigma could easily apply and just get some funding but it's just like because again we all have jobs and work and projects it's just like and having this another job and like to be honest me personally I would like to get on boat on like all these grants but it's just like i really mm. don't like this competition this like exposure especially for institutions like i rather prefer yeah like this uh, running on love and just sharing it like for free and like how uh, until we can make it but then i don't do the yeah. events maybe help a little I, I again yeah. again this was a plan but like right now we because again we yeah. live uh, all over the world it's harder but like we try to and um one of the ways yeah it's just doing this compilations or offline events um grants i think a lot of people and radio stations use it and bcr yeah. also would try to do that um and where do you apply then? Like which country, for instance? Yeah, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Can you apply in Germany? 
for a grant? Would you be Me eligible? personally, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I really want to try the CER finally because I think before it was hard for me because I wasn't, like, I think pretty legible in terms of my visa and now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do that. Go for it, yeah. But it is, as you said, it is another job almost next to, yeah. you know, running the station, having your own practice. Um, talking about your own practice, I was really curious, I mean, your, your work... Um, you know, as as perilla, but also as a septic stir and 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 as a wet, which is weird erotic tension. Are you still doing that, or? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should talk a little bit, explain a little bit what that is. But you have a, a few monikers under which you work, and I think what aligns them all is this relationship with the body and and how the body is functions as an instrument both in you know voice but also in sensuality and and um yeah almost as the body as an instrument and i was wondering how you relate that to radio or do you relate that to radio hmm i think maybe in weird erotic tension like in wet it could be because in a way it's not like radio radio but it's a platform where again i tried to create a community or would love to create a community which is like could pretty free form uh, like could be anonymous whatever but just like I really uh, enjoy this platform and just running it still and like I have a lot of ideas to expand it just have not can you a, explain a, a little bit for the listeners what wet uh, yes. is as I mean it's an online platform where it was initially started on and still is like a platform where it's a kind of open invitation to explore sonic research of sexuality, as I call it, which can be like any form and which I try to research myself and to invite listeners or contributors or anyone who is interested in is to to like kind of again push these boundaries of what sexuality is and try to find different ways of how to uh, express it because like in our society has been so skewed so like stereotyped and I really enjoy researching what could be other ways like how sonically you can show it or uh, spoken word or field recordings anything which is not also kind of try to step away just from like usual music mixes but like kind of go deeper and like beyond the usual boundaries and try to express this like maybe suppressed emotions which also like a septic stir was in a way like this expressing suppressed emotions through the body through the sound um in a very like raw and natural way what are the suppressed emotions then that you're talking about uh i guess is it i guess we all have them but i guess i'm was basing on my experience just like um, working on myself and digging deeper and just always exploring some psychology directions and body-mind connection. I was like exploring and finding out that we have a lot of suppressed emotions which are stored in a body and this is one of my points of research I want to continue and I did this work for ATONL which was like kind of a starting point of this uh, and I'm very interested and I want to learn more into like psychological field because it's all in our body, all the things, all the things we don't express, all the things we suppress or like from our 
childhood upbringing, any experiences, and it's by moving up our bodies, by connecting and by even expressing it like through wet or sonically or even vocally any kind of way, I think it's very helpful to release them so you can create space for just new experiences and just free yourself from this um, burden or weight which can be sometimes yeah. play a tricky game. I really like the the fact because of course radio in itself and, and maybe also maybe no another question first why is Sigma a radio station and why is wet an online platform uh, I think maybe because wet was like it's kind of um, run by me <laughs> and like cr creating the whole radio and uh, is a big thing and I actually started doing a site for it and it was already up but like now I closed it for a moment because I really don't have time but my plan is to uh, because I actually wanted to move on from or not move on but to expand because SoundCloud is sound, like it's a nice platform it's easy to run when you do it by yourself but I really wanted also to do a site where people can contribute text and also again to expand uh, this expression which is not only can be sonically but also because I'm all very interested in poetry and spoken word and to have like a separate site for it uh, but it's like I did it like some basic stuff and it's like I don't have time and it was just like kind of hanging there for a year online and I was like never had time to finally finish it and it's like all right let's be honest like I need some more time <laughs> Can it merge, maybe? Can can what be Perilla, can Perilla be? I mean, I think it's part of me, or like, I guess it's all the, like, the projects I do is like the way to um, explore myself, first of all, and like to share this knowledge and these findings I find on this way with people around me, because I think it's all like my my goal is just like to heal and to find how we can expand grow and i think like i find a lot of beautiful things on this way and i try to share it with others because it's all possible and just your life become more beautiful and so i think it's all part of me but i like to actually stay more behind the curtain i don't like mm. like it's it, i like to have all these outlets but i also like to have myself behind the scene as just like giving a space for myself to express and for others but not being in front of it all yeah but then again and and is is can what be let's say a radio broadcast for instance because i'm interested in also defining what radio is you know and that's why i asked the mm -hmm. question of like why is what an online platform because for me yeah, what do you define as radio? Does it is it something that is live? For me, for instance, the live aspect of radio makes it radio, um, or the intimacy of mm. you know usually wearing headphones um, is what makes it radio. And knowing that there is a community of listeners out there, but I think a written text could be radio as well if we really go into mm. it conceptually you know if that text appears for instance at a certain point in time and it can be experienced only then then for me that would also make it radio maybe mm, i think for me personally radio would be more like it's broader it's in a sense of content and what it does and what i like it to be it's 
I like it to call a community because it's a more, it has like, a, it's of course also very broad, but I also like the idea that it's pretty kind of its own island. And for me, like radio, I think it's like, for example, Radio Sigma is like radio totally because it's still like unites, it's very broad in the, in the sense in mm. the end. And I like WET, I guess, to keep it as a community because for me, it keeps this intimacy more closer yeah it's more like it's, it's more cozy like, it's, it's more like a like if sigma would be exactly what a sigma uh, would be is like a, a signal moving outwards then wet is more of a circle or a signal moving inwards yeah in a way yeah like a circle getting smaller yeah so for me I, I wouldn't wouldn't call it a radio and wouldn't like it because I like to keep it as a very it's not a closed circle I would like to reach so it's reach out more people and more people like share what they whatever they want mm. but in the, in that sense still to keep it like pretty cozy and intimate yeah should we listen to another song yes uh, all right what are we going to listen to um, I think maybe after talking about wet, I, I brought <gasps> yes, this, uh, you brought yes, I, okay, yeah, I brought Klein. This woman has my, amazing taste in music. Yeah, my favorite, um, my my favorite artist, and this is the track I kind of bumping a lot lately because it's very emo and expressionist. <laughs> yeah, come up, Klein. If Jesus says yes, nobody says no. Thank you. 
Ugh, so good. The amazing client. I'm so happy you brought that track. It's like, um, yeah, you just said you actually met her a few times and you saw her when before. Amazing artist. Yeah, I think up. it's a truly, truly wet track. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Well, it is very much, you know, and, and, and you said about wet, but I think it also goes for Sigma. Is like this, you know, I was thinking about because your work really involves, as I said, you know, the body or the bodily senses as well, but when you make radio, you kind of take the body out or when music is about this auditory experience, but then that is the body, you know, and this is very, it's almost tactile mm -hmm. in that sense. You can almost touch this music. And I think, um, and I don't know if you feel, feel that way as well, but that with radio, you are, touching people in, in some form of way and you are building this community of listeners and listening, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I mean, it's your input. I think when you do radio community, I mean, you do it for the people and I think when you do it for the people, you kind of should take into account like why you're doing it and what are you, yeah, w yeah basically why. So I think mm. it's one of the things for me, yeah, it's just of doing like all the projects I do and wet and radio and perilla everything is just about like pushing the boundaries which exist and just try to always kind of jump outside your own box like society box and just like see what's up what's up there and I think yeah this track is one of the embodiment of the spirit of like going out there into and nowhere pushing. into unknown and then yeah kind of showing that there is so much out there of like you just release. Yeah, it's kind of freedom. I think it's about freedom. <laughs> Trying to. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I, I, I totally agree with you. I was just, um, now I lost my train of thought because you said freedom and I was like, yes, you're so right. <laughs> touching uh, freedom. Touching freedom. No, yeah, that's was the question. Do you know who your community is outside of, you know, the people that you ask? Because I'm always, curious to see like okay listeners who are your listeners am, am i really I'm sometimes wondering if i'm really interested in the listener i am interested in that idea of the community but i actually don't care if that community is one person mm. tuning in or whether that's 500 people or yeah i think i have pretty similar approach like i i'm always like who is who? Who are listening? Because I see, especially with watch, as like so many listeners. But it's like I always like to think about it as there is like because it's have like pretty tactile and sensitive and sensual like issues and topics. And I see there is a lot of voyeurs, you know, like listening. But there's like who are all these people? Nobody's like reaching out or like submitting. But there is a lot of listening out there. So I also don't think about kind of specific like audience or specific people I think I just kind of universally think about the world people like kind yeah. of you now universe out there but uh, I always when someone is like writing to me or to wet I'm always like <gasps> like oh my god, oh god they actually yeah. exist exposed <laughs> <laughs> you, you are doing it for yourself but it is true that you do and I think in, in, you know, especially when you're doing things live, like we're doing now, um, the sense of reaching out, or you do have a feeling that you're broadcasting and that, that you're, it's that ripple again of, you know, reaching out to people, whether that's the one person or 
the six, seven people sitting here. Um, hi, guys. We, we're not looking at you because we're doing a radio <laughs> show. So we're trying to keep it. Um, there's actually a live audience here, which is really nice. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Um, or good afternoon. Um, yeah, m maybe, I mean, um, I think I want to put a quote to you because you, you mentioned it before that things are a bit more difficult for you now and then you guys are kind of dispersed in different countries uh, and also organizing live events. And um, so a few episodes ago, I spoke to, as I said, to Yazan Khalili, the founder of Alhara. And of course, Alhara was founded uh, at the beginning of the pandemic when they also couldn't, you know, meet each other, reach each other. They were also in different countries. Um, and he said, so we can go all go through this time of solitude while communicating and reminding each other of each other. Um, we hope that this is the beginning of a collective space that will continue once this worldwide crisis is over. And he said it about Corona. But then, of course, we went from one crisis into another. And I think it's just, you know, we're in this state of perma-crisis. Um, does radio help you, and do you think radio can help in general? Uh, yes, I think so. But I, I think that's kind of what we discussed in the beginning, that it's all about this no boundary and uniting people and giving this space and freedom to express yourself. So in this sense, I think it's very important. And again, that it's not something like money-making and just like it can be anonymous. It can be just basically a yeah, very open space which doesn't belong to any uh, like physical space and like dealing with rents and everything which like some clubs and other like spaces have to deal with which is like very abstract and I think it can always even you know like with pirate radios like even if you don't have anything like you can still like have a radio as under a table have, yeah, yeah it's exactly just like you just need a laptop which is already a privilege but connect still. with people yeah and we constantly like, during pandemic too we were thinking to do like um, just like some broadcast from from our rooms and kind of there are so many ways and I think it's important because also it's kind of shows that you're not alone in the way and like a lot of people especially artists I think sometimes like who ha doesn't have any exposure just like feel very alienated and this kind of radios like Sigma and uh, smaller communities and platforms can kind of give them a voice that you know there it's like no no one is abandoned and everyone can have has an access mm. yeah it is in that i love that you say that no one is abandoned and you can come in and be be part of this family i do have to say though like in the last two years of course we saw this kind of emergence of like live streaming and on all these like you know yeah, it's a bit too much <laughs> I was wondering, how do you feel about that? It is too much, right? Yeah, I mean, it was the only way in, in, mm. in, at that time, so it like makes sense. But yeah, but at some point, we also did a couple of broadcasts with my friends in Berlin, uh, but still, like, I kind of didn't. I was invited to a couple broadcast things, but I tried to do it like not just sitting with like a laptop and DJing or like kind of. Um, for me, it was like okay because it was kind of so boring by the end. This was, and I was thinking, okay, if we have to do it for some time, how can we again like do something else with it? Like, and I did one performance uh, thing instead of just live 
just using kind of small space, but wanted to experiment and, and do something I've never done. So I kind of try, even if something is getting too boring, I think it's always important to think, okay, kind of... Okay, How to think, challenge yeah, yourself. Challenge, like, yeah, yeah, I always like challenge myself, like what else can be done? Because it's kind of fun in a way when you just not like follow, but like use the opportunity and then again do it like for yourself and then i think there is always someone out there who can just relate and feel like oh, how i also used to think when i was younger and listened to like radio to other people's music I was like oh my god you can do that you know so and, and well and anybody can that's that's yeah. the wonderful thing about now and finding a community you know close to you whether someone is in mozambique or in chile or in japan and they still feel part of your Community. Yeah, it feels warm that you know there is like especially knowing that there are like listeners or just like people that we all kind of united of course like these smaller groups for example for particular music or for particular platforms but it still like makes the world kind of closer because especially as you say we're like in a permanent chaos and crisis mode so it's nice to feel that there is uh, other streams of communication and other streams of dialogue which is not beyond kind of all this politics and all other stuff going on just kind of something which is more beautiful and full of light and beyond love yeah 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 i can totally see that it's a beautiful way to maybe work our way towards the ending of Left of the Dial, the first show of a full day of Echo Box Radio at Deckmantel. Um, and um, let's see, do you have another track that you would like to end with? We have, well, we have four minutes left, so it could also be. Uh, I mean, I can, yeah, I have a this, shorter one. I have, I think it's just a beautiful one to end. And I wanted to, I mean, it's, we can also finish it whenever you need, but it's. How long is it? It's ah. seven minutes. She really did bring a few jewels to the show. But you can just like, you know, uh, put it on and put it, put it, put it off whenever time. Yeah. Well, um, well, maybe for now, my last question would be, where do you want to go with Sigma? Oh, <laughs> Um, open road <laughs> open road and just see how it goes and then of course we're very much looking forward to your show tonight you're thank you yeah you're playing at eight you're doing a live show is it are you bringing new things or what is what is tonight's story going to be into which forest are you going to take us uh, I was thinking yeah it's kind of well, I always bring some yeah, I always try to prepare some special things for lives, not just like uh, album music, but today I was like, wanted to try because, I mean, I, I haven't seen the space yet, but I kind of want to just have a full immersion, but I kind of always want full immersion, so <laughs> we'll see. Full immersion it is. Well, thank you so much for being thank my you. guest at Left of the Dial. Um, do you want to say a little bit about the track that you're going to end the show with? Um, I mean, it's called Broken Believe, and uh, I think you just, it's by listening, you can get what it's all about. Then we'll do that. Thanks for tuning in thank to you. this first show. Um, thank you, Sasha, for being my guest. And um, yeah, a full day of uh, Echo Box at Deck Montel broadcasts coming up. Um, have fun, enjoy, tune in, drop out, drop by. You're very welcome to join the show as visitors. Um, 
Yeah, have fun. Oh.